This is Help Wanted, the show that tackles all the big work questions you cannot ask anyone else. I'm Jason Pfeiffer, Editor-in-Chief of Entrepreneur Magazine. And I'm New York Times bestselling author and money expert, Nicole Lappin. The helpline is open. The question of who pays at dinner can be such an awkward one. Birthday dinners, first dates, meeting the parents. This is the kind of weird money situation I usually love. But recently, our executive producer Morgan and I found ourselves at the center of a very awkward money moment that had Morgan pretty stumped. And she wanted to call the helpline to get Jason's take. So who wants to welcome me to this show? <laughs> Let me in. You're welcome. Morgan, welcome to the show you produce. Help Wanted. <laughs> it is so great to be here this time and every time. It is always great to have you. You're always here, though. That's the thing. That's <laughs> true. That is true. I'm always I'm always listening on the helpline. First time caller, long time <laughs> listener. <laughs> Apparently, you have a problem. Yes. Yeah, so I have a I have a problem, and I'm first going to direct it to you, Jason, because Nicole actually witnessed this and Ooh. was a part of it. She wasn't a part of the problem. Ah, I might have been. <laughs> was she a part of the solution? <laughs> We're hoping that you can be part of the solution, Jason. Which is to say Nicole is not a solution. Okay. Nicole is not helpful in this problem. Oh. So I can't wait to hear it. I would not say that. And I will tell you why through explaining what happened. So here's what happened. Great. Nicole and I were at a conference in Miami and we were actually able to save some money while going to the conference. We were given passes to the conference because again, we're savvy startup. We're bringing in ad dollars, but we also want to scale and grow. So we're putting so much of it back into the business slash this was a couple of months ago when we had less of the monies coming in, <laughs> more monies coming in now, but less at the time. And we met this really lovely guy who works at Google in a senior capacity. And he was really helpful in sort of walking us through the ad agency world. And we were, you know, chatting in this very stuffy mixer, you know, those terrible things where yeah. everybody's standing around with a name badge and it's the worst. Yeah, absolutely the worst. Absolutely the worst. Why, why do people submit themselves to this? It makes no sense. <laughs> exactly. So um, in the most like professional, like let's get out of here, but not in like the, the sexy kind of a way, but like the most like let's get out of this terrible setting and older brother vibes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So we we went to dinner and because these things are at fancy hotels, the closest restaurant was a restaurant in the hotel, which happened to be Nobu. Nobu, mm. very expensive. Yeah. Very, very, very cuckoo bananas, like $70 entree that are also teeny tiny yeah. kind of a, a feeling. And so we had this great dinner, this great chat, and it was very helpful to us. And then the bill came. Yeah. And in my head, I just had not even thought about the moment before it happened. But I had sort of thought that Mr. Google was going to pick up the dinner bill. <laughs> I hear Google has some money. I've heard that rumor as well. And yeah. Nicole and I both have company cards. So I have that accessible to me in the wallet. And as moments elapsed while not, no one was putting their credit card down. I thought I could put my corporate card down. But the thing about my corporate card and the Google guy's corporate card is that 
Google guy's corporate card goes to the Google bank account. My corporate card is connected to Nicole's personal bank account. <laughs> right. This is this is startup land. This is startup land. And so I, I, I should say it's not actually a personal account. She does have a business account and a personal account. But everything funding the business account is Nicole's own money. Yes. And so I didn't know what to do because it seemed as these moments elapsed that he was not planning on just putting down his card. What do we do? But also that I think there was a moment where the check came and I always offer, can I contribute to this? Especially when I'm trying to draw a boundary between like, this is not a date. Mm -hmm. This is a business thing. But I really didn't expect him to take me up on it. It was a faux reach. <laughs> yes, the faux reach, a classic move of dates. Do people faux reach in dates? Oh yeah, I faux reached. Yeah. All right. This was this was like very clear. There have been other times where I've done it to create a boundary. This was very clear, like very professional vibes. I didn't do it to create the boundary. I did it to be nice and considerate, but. It was also very clear that there was like an imbalance in business resources. There was one behemoth in the room <laughs> and it wasn't me. Just to be clear, because I don't feel like I have a picture of the the moment. He is not not paying. He is reaching for his car. He is making a gesture towards contributing something for dinner, at which point you said your stock line, can I contribute to this? And he said yes. So it was a little, it was a little bit of a fumble. Ah, yeah. Take me play by play. Nicole was like, can I contribute? And I think what would have been easier in the moment probably was if he would have just said yes or no. But instead he was like, oh, well, we just talked about how you guys really need to bring in more advertising dollars. <laughs> so I don't know. And so then I was like, do I, so I'll just fast forward the videotape and present the question to you in another way, which is that Nicole ended up putting her card down and the meal was split 50, 50. And it was a big, it was a big bill, but not for Google but definitely for us. And so yeah. our question after that moment was sort of like, should that have mattered? Because the the awkward dance was like, you know, if you ask to contribute to a bill and someone doesn't say no or yes, then you're almost in a position where you have to convince them that you can pay like no really it's fine like i feel like it's it's harder yeah. to then retreat behind the line and say you know what yeah we were just talking about how we need more advertising money really good point i'm gonna take my card back you have to sort of talk them into it again and it was just weird because hearing nicole be like no it's fine i just really genuinely in that moment wasn't sure if there was any other path for us and and also wasn't sure if it was even right for me to be thinking that way like does it really matter you know if I'm going to a lunch with a friend for example and the friend has more money than me I still don't expect my friends to pay for me wherever I go but it feels different in a business setting mm -hmm. if it's not 
the person you're having dinner with if it's not their money and it is your money. But the question is, is there any, is there any other way? Or am I thinking about this in the wrong way? And what can, cause you know, we're having business lunches and, and dinners and, and all the time. And how should we handle these conversations moving forward? Okay. One other piece of information I need. Was there any expectation of future business with this Google person? Yeah, I think we've continued the conversation. We really hit it off. He believes in our mission. Ultimately, we split the bill. It was, I think, $800. That's not nothing for dinner. It was not nothing. It was definitely a little bit of a sticker shock, (laughs) you know. And yeah, I think the dance of like, are you sure? Are you sure? Was a very uncomfortable dance for me to partake in. Yeah, it does sound very awkward. The reason why I asked that question was because, (laughs) you know, if in a way, sometimes I think, what you do in this situation has to be factored into what is the long-term nature of the relationship because sometimes it's just worth investing in something because maybe you'll get some return on it later versus this was a perfectly fine dinner with a person from Google who I will never see again and therefore we can just be like really awkward about it and who cares. I am going to float a hypothesis by you guys, which is that I think that Nicole, you talked him into you paying for this in a way in which had you either stayed quiet or taken him up on his kind of awkward, but I think perfectly reasonable out that he would have just picked up the bill. But you talked him into letting you pay. Do you think that's true? Um... I definitely, in hindsight, could have made, like, a joke about it. Yeah. I guess there was a balance between the offer and the lack of expectation to Morgan's point of, like, I don't expect anyone to buy me something ever. I never order something as a rule that I can't afford myself. And so there's that sort of pleasantry. Mm -hmm. But I also could have said, like, Oh, yeah, like Papa Google, like they have far more zeros in their bank account. Like you got this. No problem. You're at a conference. All right. First of all, I think that this guy missed the opportunity to take advantage of one of the great joys of having a corporate card (laughs) for a company that's not yours, which is being able to treat people on that corporate card. When I have traveled and expensed stuff to either entrepreneur or if I'm traveling for a speaking gig and I'm going to file my expenses, if I go out to dinner with somebody, I I put as much of, if not all of their dinner on the card as I think whoever's paying it is going to accept. And I delight in that because, you know, I'm in like a nice little temporary free bubble. And isn't it nice to walk around the world in a little temporary free bubble where you're just like, the next thing that happens isn't on me. And that's a delight. (laughs) And to be able to grab people and be like, you're in my free bubble right now is just so wonderful. And so that is too bad for that guy. Though, for what it's worth, Google did just go through a bunch of layoffs. It's very possible that they've also told people you have less discretionary spending when you're traveling. And so possibly 
this guy actually can't put $800 on his card. We don't know just because Google is very large. So let's give him some credit. Maybe he couldn't do that. But because he said to you, are oh, you sure? Because you're in startup land. I think that you could have very easily said something like, yeah, well, yeah, well, you know, I mean, <laughs> money's tight, but we can get it unless Google doesn't mind picking it up. Because at that point, you're not talking about him. You're talking about Google. And Google and him are separate mm -hmm. things. And he understands that. And so the question that you're really asking is, like, what kind of policy are you operating under here? Because you don't, you don't know the answer to that, right? I, I feel like this is a fundamentally missing thing that we have from this conversation, which is that we don't know how much money someone from Google can spend when they're traveling. There's another layer to this that I was thinking about in the moment too, which is that what are the optics and how significant are they when you are with a potential business contact and the implication is that they don't have as big of a budget as you. And, and then also I want to know the reverse. So let's, so let's go back to the example that you were giving like the delight that it is to pay for somebody else in this free bubble, in your yeah. free bubble. Totally. Are you at all impressed if that person is like, no, I'm a business owner and I can split this with you? Are you thinking, huh, savvy? Or are you thinking, huh, we just had a conversation about how you really want to bring in some more ad dollars. Weird that you're picking up the bill. How are your budgets really tight right now? Are you inferring anything about how that person is running their business, depending on what they do in this moment? This is a very interesting question. I am not, but I, I always, in this situation, always just think of the bill as the annoying thing that just has to be taken care of. And whoever can take care of it with the least amount of fuss is the person who should do it. And so when I am out with somebody else and like, let's say they have the ability to put it on their corporate card, I just let them do that. Because to me, this has nothing to do with who has more money or who's in a position or whatever. It's none of that. Like To me, this is just a matter of... <laughs> We had a nice business meeting, and now this is the annoying part at the end that just has to get taken care of quickly. And so whoever can do that fastest and best should do that. I don't read anything more into it, and I don't know that you need to. I think that there's a there's a world in which in which this becomes a kind of gamesmanship where you're expected to pay for someone or expected to let somebody else pay for you based on whatever the hell the superseding relationship is that you as business entities have, right? So for example, if the entrepreneur sales team takes a client out for dinner, entrepreneur is going to pay for it, right? Because they're the sales team and they're pitching this client. And so dinner's on them and everybody understands that. And so that's very clear. And it would be weird if Entrepreneur was like, hey, actually, can you pick this one up? Right, Because then Entrepreneur <laughs> is signaling that there's some kind of financial problem, which is not what you want to be signaling when you want to be a great partner with somebody. And so 
in those situations, I think that the business relationship, and this is the reason why I asked earlier whether or not there was going to be any kind of longer term relationship with this person from Google, the business relationship sometimes dictates how somebody should pay. But I don't think that that was the case here. Because in this case, there isn't like one partner who is offering something specific to another or looking for something specific. Instead, what it sounds like is that you've made a good professional, personal relationship. And maybe something useful can come from that. And I think in that case, it's open season. I don't think that this guy would care one way or the other who paid or how, unless it turns out that a lot of this money has to come out of his own pocket, which is possibly what's happening here. Because if he can only pay a certain amount from Google, then the rest of it's coming out of his own pocket. And he was probably thinking about that when it was time to pay. It's interesting. I didn't even consider that. I learned this doing all this work for these large companies where like, somebody once reached out to me uh, from Amazon and they were like, hey, I love your work and I think that you would be a perfect speaker for this group that I have. I've read your book and I've told everyone to read your book and uh, it would be great. And now, so when I hear this, I think, number one, Amazon has all the money in the world. And number two is that uh, what I have found is that when people have read my book and reach out to me about speaking, I can get a higher fee because if they've read my book, it means that they're looking to book me versus if they haven't read my book, they're looking to fill a role with someone like me. And there are different budgets for that, right? Like if, if the more specifically somebody wants you, the more they were willing to pay for that. So I thought, oh, this is great. And I, <laughs> I, I they, it was a virtual thing. And I, and I was like, I was like, sure, my rate is $10,000 for, for like a virtual event, right? Um, because I just figured Amazon's got all the money, they'll just throw it at me. And she wrote back and she was like, oh, you are totally worth that. And I wish I could pay you that. But actually, my budget for this is $600. <laughs> <laughs> and so I shouldn't say this aloud, but I just did it for $600 because it's, it's just me sitting in front of my computer. And she was so nice. But anyway, the lesson here is that just because someone's at a big company, doesn't mean that they have a big budget because that's not how big companies work. And so I think that in a way, it's almost like this guy is going to be able to expense a little bit of it to Google. And now it kind of comes down to what is this relationship and what would you do if there weren't corporate cards involved? It's just, it's just something that you have to think about if he doesn't immediately grab it and say, it's on Papa Google, which he didn't. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I also felt like a little when you said, oh, it's free, like corporate card free as somebody who has a business like that feels like my biggest nightmare. <laughs> if somebody's like, I got a corporate card right. party. Yeah. It's like a bubble of freedom. <laughs> <laughs> like. No boo, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. No boo, yes boo. <laughs> <laughs> Stick around. Help Wanted will be right back. Nicole, have you ever thought about the one that got away? Jason, I am happily in a relationship. You know that. 
No, the hire that got away. Someone that you thought was perfect for your team, but ah, they were already with another employer. Oh, well, in that case, yeah, I think about her all the time. Well, it's not too late. You can reach out to that person on LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you hire professionals that you can't find anywhere else, even people who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. Okay, looks like it's time for me to shoot my shot. Do it. And I know you may have your heart set on one person, but if you do want to open it up and post a role to a bigger applicant pool, you can do it for free at linkedin.com slash help wanted. And because there are so many professionals on LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within just 24 hours. So you'll never have a one that got away again. Incredible. That's linkedin.com slash help wanted. Yep. LinkedIn.com slash help wanted. Terms and conditions apply. Happy hiring ever after. Nicole, have you ever thought about the one that got away? Jason, I am happily in a relationship. You know that. No, the hire that got away. Someone that you thought was perfect for your team, but ah, they were already with another employer. Oh, well, in that case, yeah, I think about her all the time. Well, it's not too late. You can reach out to that person on LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you hire professionals that you can't find anywhere else, even people who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. Okay, looks like it's time for me to shoot my shot. Do it. And I know you may have your heart set on one person, but if you do want to open it up and post a role to a bigger applicant pool, you can do it for free at linkedin.com slash help wanted. And because there are so many professionals on LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within just 24 hours. So you'll never have a one that got away again. Incredible. That's linkedin.com slash help wanted. Yep. LinkedIn.com slash help wanted. Terms and conditions apply. Happy hiring ever after. Welcome back to Help Wanted. Let's get to it. Rich people stay rich by acting like they're poor. Poor people stay poor by acting like they're rich. And I guess big companies become big companies by staying on budget. And small companies probably should stay on budget. Like, it shouldn't be a free-for-all. You became a big company, not because you just, like, yes, booed all day long, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, that's right. And and some of the largest companies are also the stingiest. I mean, th that was when that woman responded and she was like, my budget is $600. She literally said Amazon is, is a very cost-conscious company. And Walmart is another one. Famously, incredibly cost-conscious. And, uh, I mean, when I have traveled for I mean, entrepreneur, people don't always know this, but is, is actually just a small family-owned company. So we operate like one. But I've worked for larger brands that were owned by larger media conglomerates like Men's Health, and I would travel for Men's Health. And there was a very specific policy for breakfast and for lunch and for dinner, and it was not a lot of money. And it sometimes wouldn't even cover the meal if you were staying at a fancier place. I remember traveling once for a story and I, I had to stay at this like fancy hotel because it was where the photo shoot was or something. I don't know. And the budget that I had for breakfast 
did not cover breakfast at the hotel. You know, and that is just not a thing that you would expect for someone who's like traveling for Ben's health, which seems like this fancy thing. But that was the case. And so that meant that that extra money had to come out of my pocket unless I wanted to walk down the street and find a McDonald's. And that's how people are operating a lot of the times. And so I think what you're ultimately facing here is just a lot more complicated than either oh what does who pays have to say about whose business is stronger or what kind of business statement i'm making or whatever no because i think a lot of it is just coming down to human beings who are managing their own budgets and are mixing personal and professional experiences in ways that are hard to navigate and i bet everybody is navigating it. And, and and after talking through this, I am willing to bet that that guy was making a decision in the moment that he obviously wasn't able to calculate in his head fast enough to like decide what he wanted to do. But I will offer the alternate reality of the bill comes. It's $800. He's thinking to himself immediately, I can expense whatever fraction of this on Google. You know, these wonderful dinner companions of mine are at a startup and so their finances are maybe a, a little less predictable than mine because I have a nice Google salary. So pre-Google, you know, we're just pre-Google. You're just pre-Google, exactly. That's a good way to think of it. Everybody's everybody's <laughs> everybody's either Google or pre-Google. <laughs> um, <laughs> um so he's thinking, I'll cover them. But also that's pretty expensive. I I have a family and things that I do with my money. And, and and for what it's worth, I have friends. I have many friends at Google, some of whom have told me their salaries. They are large salaries. They are large salaries. But also, these people do not spend like they have large salaries because they're thinking about their family and their future. And they're, you know, they're helping their parents out who don't have a lot of money, whatever. There's like all sorts of reasons why they're not living large, even though they have large Google salaries. And so they're cost conscious and maybe he's cost conscious and he's thinking, well, I'll, I'll cover them if need be, uh, but I'd, I'd rather not, frankly. Uh, and so then you say, hey, can I contribute to this? And he kind of like tries to feel you out and he's like, uh, yeah, unless you are tight on money, to which Nicole, your instant reaction is like no nope, oh, we can do it got this just you know it's fine with me you know money's in yeah. the name <laughs> and now you're in a situation where he doesn't really know what the hell is going on but you keep insisting on paying and frankly he doesn't want to pay this whole damn thing himself and so you just ended up where you ended up and it was messy and complicated but also fine except that it was a lot of money that none of you really wanted to spend the only winner here is nobu basically <laughs> The only winner is Nobu. That's right. I mean, I think that I left that feeling like it was the right outcome. I remember him saying, I really appreciate that, which I interpreted to mean like, oh, I don't know, like maybe job security, weird. Like he doesn't want to answer a question about this. Like he doesn't want like any red flags. And so, yeah, maybe he was at an executive level, but not like at, in the C-suite where you don't have to explain, you know, big bills and things like that. And so I took it as like, oh, that's just like takes off another problem or potential problem that I could have and de-risks 
it. I'm sure he's not ever thought about this ever since then. But I guess the other layer to this is the gendered layer, Mm. right? Like, would it have been, would we have felt different if it wasn't an older brother figure and it was truly like another woman our age? Like, does age and gender factor into it? It factors into it for me sometimes in this very specific situation, which I will tell you and I'd be curious what you think. That specific situation is when I go out for a businessy lunch or dinner with a single individual, not one person uh, who is a woman, and then I don't want her to think that I am picking up the tab because it's some kind of move or gesture or something. So if I have the ability to expense it, I will make a show of how it is not my money. <laughs> I'd be like incredibly clear, right? Like I can, oh, I, I, I got this because they give me a X amount of, you know, dollars and I, I, I'd be happy to take care of it. Right. Or like, so I, I, I make it as, as like, businessy clear as possible because I don't want her to think that I'm trying to pick up the tab because sometimes picking up the tab is some sort of sign of something. And um, and I, I don't make that same show with a man because I don't worry that he thinks I'm making a sign of something. Should I be doing that? Should I be thinking about that? I do it on the reverse. So I, I default to wanting to pay, you know, in general, like we've talked about this on our previous iteration of this show. Um, But I also use it as a tool to hold boundaries. I actually did it the very next day, I think, at that same hotel. Like I went to the lobby part of Nobu with this guy who we also met, but I did feel like weird, maybe romantic mm. vibes. And I was very clear, like, I got this. Like, I, I didn't even say company, not company. <laughs> I was like, I'm getting the whole right. thing. You you and your tuna crispy rolls, right. like I'm, all yeah. of it. I want all of it on my card. And that was like a very clear, like, this is business mm. buddy move. Uh, did that seem to be received? Yeah, I mean, we didn't make out. <laughs> well, but I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, like, if you were getting weird vibes from him, did those weird vibes like change at all when you were like, "I got this. We are not having a personal interaction right now." Yeah, it's in. Huh? Interesting. I don't know. I think that what we just described here is fairly similar in nature to what we've been discussing already, which is that. In both cases, what's being taken into account is some kind of personal dynamic that is happening on top of or underneath the professional dynamic. And they're just not possible to totally separate because we're not a bunch of numbers sitting down with a whole bunch of other numbers to talk about numbers. We're people and business is about relationships as much as it is about anything else, which means that... And relationships are complicated as fuck. That's right. And and so I think what we just need to be mindful of is what do we need and what does that other person expect and how do those two things weigh against each other? And maybe the next time you just don't fucking go to Nobu because... That's an expensive dinner. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> We're going to McDonald's down the street. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that feels right to me. Help Wanted is a production of Money News Network. Help Wanted is hosted by me, Jason Pfeiffer. And me, Nicole Lappin. Our executive producer is Morgan Lavoy. If you want some help, email our helpline at helpwanted at moneynewsnetwork.com for the chance to have some of your questions answered on the show. And follow us on Instagram at Money News and TikTok at Money News Network for exclusive content and to see our beautiful faces. Maybe a little dance? Oh, I didn't sign up for that. All right. Well, talk to you soon. 